step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. 13 hosts, a new panel every week. It's time to talk today's hottest issues and trending topics on The Social Dozen. And now, here are this week's hosts. guys, welcome to episode two of The Social Dozen, the weekly podcast where four different podcasters from all around the area get together and talk whatever's on their mind. I am Chip Sella from the B-Team Podcast, and joining me tonight, we have the one and only Michael Caldwell. Mm. Yes, what is up? Uh, I guess I'll go first. So I'm Mike Caldwell, um, host of the XD Experience, and uh, I'm a mailman out of a little tiny state called Delaware. Not a lot of people know about, but that's me. Oh, I've heard of your state. You heard of my state? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very over very there sp- somewhere. Oh, the only time it's ever been mentioned in a movie that I know of is in Wayne's World, where they're like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's the only thing. Other than that, that's it. <laughs> we have Eddie Rotten from Zombie Life. Hey, Hey, uh, I'm Eddie Rotten from Zombie Life Podcast. Uh, I'm I'm way back south in Austin, Texas now. Um, so it's really good to be on the Social Desert, man. Thank you, guys. Dude, I got quote unquote stranded in Austin last year. Uh, Did you get hammered? I got yeah. The the <laughs> our plane got canceled uh, because there was a no storm back here. And we couldn't get a flight out of Austin for four days. So my wife and I basically hung around Austin and drank most of the time. There you <laughs> I go. I love Austin. Austin yes, it's so much fun, man. I, I have no idea it's going to be so awesome, but it is. Is, is the music scene what they say it is? Yes. Down in Austin? Yes. It, man, it really is. It's, uh, it's something that you have to seek out because you can get overrun with, uh, with work, you know, and, and like... When I first moved here, I was that's all I was doing is just working, working, working. And then I got out one weekend and saw some local bands, and I just kept going out and going out. And there's there's music and food everywhere you turn, and there's musicians everywhere you turn. So you can strike up a conversation about the B chord, you know, with anybody, and they'll know what you're talking about. It's it's pretty phenomenal. That's pretty cool because like me and my wife, we go to Nashville like okay, for CMA yeah. Fest and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And yeah. everybody is saying that Austin is like the new place to go for like, you know, country music and stuff or just music in general, because they're saying yep. it's just blowing up the music scene down down there. So we've been thinking about going down there one of these days. So when, you should. When I went, it was like two weeks before South by Southwest or when I was stranded yeah. there. So there was nobody there because everybody <laughs> was because co- it's like, OK, I'm here four days in Austin. I pull up uh, the Bands in Town app. Who's here? Yeah. And it's like, um, I don't know, I want to say Chris Farley, but no, um, uh, some, some lame ass comedian was there and it's like, that's it. That's all that's here for the next three days. Oh, Great. Wow. Well, it's, it's, 
it's it's weird because it's a great town for entertainment for any genre. Um, the 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 city bird is a bat. There's a huge statue yep. of a bat right downtown. There's a huge statue of Stevie Ray Vaughan downtown, mm-hmm. and, and it's just great, man. Great people and great food, great music. There's yeah. a yeah. We went. We were in Austin like the worst week of the year. Not only because there was no music, but uh, it was also like the one time a year the bats in, from under the bridge don't come out at night. Yeah, because it's <laughs> there's like uh, I don't know. It's like a million bats uh, take yeah. off every night from yeah. under this bridge, except in January or you know. And I, I was think- like, fuck me. People, people literally sell spots in their front yard if you want to wash the bats or like a special tree that you can stand over so you don't get shat on with all yeah. the guano. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just it's amazing, dude, how people will market themselves around the bat season. Wow, that's crazy. So, yeah. And last but not least, my brother in arms, a man I have been to war with and I would go to war again with, and use him as a meat shield. Uh, the one and only Fred Ross. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Yes, I, I am a, uh, a co-host of uh, uh, Chips on the B Team, and I also do my own stuff uh, uh, for retro gaming called Gaming History 101. And I am in Kansas City, so I'm actually just north of you, Eddie. Um, right on. Okay, I yeah. have been... Right on. And, and, and for the record... I said I'm Chip. I'm from the B Team podcast and Agents of Shield cast, and I'm from Connecticut. And I have been to Nashville, Kansas City, and uh, Austin. Nice. There you there go. go. Yeah. <laughs> it was well traveled. Awesome. I've been to, actually, Chip, your neck of the woods is the only one I haven't been to. I really don't do much East Coast stuff or haven't lately other than New York, but I've definitely been to Austin and I've definitely been to. Um, uh, why did I just blank? Uh, Nashville. You, I'm all, I'm all the other place. You, you, have, you have some fear or some disdain for, for the East Coast. It's, it's something I really need to work on. Because um. we, we've said, why don't you come to PAX East? Oh, hell no. I'm not going East. I've heard that before. And it's like, what the fuck's wrong? I mean, granted, it's, it's Boston. It's full of mass holes. I understand that. But, I mean, I'm the guy who goes to Boston, and I make sure I either wear New York Giants if they won the Super Bowl especially against the Patriots or New York Yankee stuff. Anytime I go into Boston, Good point. I had somebody, I, I had somebody literally tell me they're going to sick the dogs on me one time when I was in Boston, in Boston, in Boston, they're going to sick the dogs on me. <laughs> nice. Did you do uh, something wrong? No, I was doing construction and I turned this bucket over. I was sitting on it to eat a sandwich. And it's like, Hey, that's my bucket. I'm going to stick the dogs on you. <laughs> and it would have it had the thickest accent. And I thought he was playing because I'm a retard from Texas. And he was all he was serious as hell. And he's a like, retard from Massachusetts. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry, sir. Here's your bucket. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Chip, don't challenge me because there's a there's a possibility if we do the Paxi circuit that that could happen. But that's uh, that's a that, different that, that that's inside baseball. We'll talk about that at some at some point because I wasn't planning on doing it. But <laughs> cheers. Well, but, I could I could use any excuse. Yeah. Uh, so, um, all right. So, guys, uh, we get getting together. We're doing the social dozen where every week there's 13 of us total. But every week we mix it up and four different uh, hosts get together and shoot the shit. 
Yeah. About whatever the buzzworthy topic on the interwebs is. And whatever. Nice filler word. And whatever <laughs> bug is up our ass. He's yeah. trying. He's trying. Yes. Yeah. Very good, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we probably should wish everybody today, uh, because when we're recording this, it is Hallmark-sponsored Terrorism Day. It is. So <laughs> happy. But we home. all have to do it. No. No, you don't. Uh, well, it depends. Uh, you know, I love it. I love oh. it, man. I love the whole part about it. I've, I've been listening to Aerosmith's Pink all day long. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if if you need Hallmark to designate a day for you to tell your wife how you feel and show how much you love her, you better make sure that prenup is up to date. Well, that's <laughs> well, true. Me and my wife had the same conversation a little, a little, little, little while ago. My wife was like, you know, I don't care about the day, but it's nice every once in a while if, you, if, if you know, your significant other just says that how much they care about you. So, no, you don't need it to be the cards and the flowers and the dinners and all right. that. But, you know, just, just because, just say you love her an extra time. Bring her home a box of chocolates in, in July. Guaranteed you get laid that night. Oh, guaranteed, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. mean, just, any day. You know, why pay- Actually, my wife just wants a box of Pop-Tarts. I don't know about the rest <laughs> of you guys. <laughs> wow. That is awesome, dude. Like, the s'mores flavored? Sh- oh, that one goes over well. That Yeah, s'mores is a big one. I think the maple and brown sugar one or something. Yeah, that one's a big one, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in the doghouse because I came home with no flowers today. Um, but I, I did my best. I did promise some flowers first thing tomorrow morning. It's been a busy day, but, you uh, go. you know, I, I came home with a thousand dollar TV yesterday, but fear not, uh, it doesn't mean anything <laughs> wow, just because I come home. I did not come home with flowers. So all that just doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I spent the money on the TV. Where the fuck? What do you think? I'm, I was, I was supposed to come us. home with a TV and a flower and I would have been great, but. I'm an idiot, so. <laughs> you guys don't have any of those. Uh, we've got a gas station chain around here called Quick Trip, and they're great because they always have single roses, and they even call it like the screw-up bin or something. Uh, it's right when you enter the, the convenience store. It's right there. That's awesome. Right. Yep. We went right. to brunch this morning, Nice, you know, a nice brunch out, and we went to the mall, and she picked out her own box of Godiva's. That's there perfect. you go. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's like that's nice. I didn't even have to go in the store. I, I it was too crowded in there for me, so I was like, yeah. How, how how do you feel about blood money diamonds on Valentine's Day? Do do you go all out and buy some buy some diamonds? Nah, no, nope, nope. <laughs> okay. I never screwed up that bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I, we we watched. Uh, I did my research before I got married. We watched actually went to the theater and watched Blood Diamond. Uh, remember that movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it turns out she doesn't like diamonds, and so I didn't have to buy diamonds. There you but, go. You know, especially I, after after that movie. You know, I I hate jewelry stores. I mean, I, I couldn't tell, you know, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the Hope Diamond and uh, something out of a Cracker Jack box. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> you know. Hope both, thinks out of debt diamond, that's what it really means. Be, before, <laughs> you know, I... I just feel like I'm getting screwed. This is a piece of plastic. It's a fucking rhinestone. You know, I'm giving this guy $1,600 or $2,500 for a rhinestone. I hate jewelry stores with a passion. Yeah, I don't wear jewelry. I just, the only thing I wear is watches. 
But, you know, uh, the only really expensive jewelry I've ever bought in, for my wife, you know, was basically her wedding ring. Other than that, you know, my wife's pretty simple, so it works out. I I wore a gold chain for, I don't know, 20 years. And wow. and and it you know it was given Italian. to me by yeah. it was given to me by a girlfriend. <laughs> I actually saw the I found the receipt one day uh, in her stuff, and I know how much she spent on it. And then uh, at some point it broke, and I brought it to my jeweler saying, "Hey, you know this is the only piece of jewelry I wear. Can you fix it?" And he goes, yeah, but uh, for me to fix it would cost more than, uh, you know, it was all hollow gold. <laughs> she spent $450 on this gold necklace right. that I wore for years, or, you know, just a gold chain. And it turns out that, you know, it was basically a hollow gold uh, piece of crap. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and like, yo. All comes back around. So yeah. I, 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 I am not a, I don't like buying jewelry. I don't like, I don't wear any jewel i don't even wear my wedding ring but uh, the only th- thing i've started to wear and that's only because it's a smartwatch is a smartwatch ah yes that's one of my tri- that's one of my buzz topics okay buzz yeah, topics actually. nice <laughs> we, we've done out we've topics. done we've done hours on smartwatches so fred and i are prepared okay okay <laughs> but you know what the whole valentine's day thing it is nice to have somebody to dote on and and to have there and to listen to all my bullshit and and I'm happy happy to have Valentine's Day ha- happy to have somebody to share it with you know it's yeah, nice I don't mind it I just yeah, watch. I just see it as uh, it is a holiday invented by Russell Stover's the florist <laughs> and Hallmark uh, to to re- generate revenue. During the slow season, when there's no other holiday for them to pimp their shit. <laughs> Although well, I wish that I was one of them. You know, maybe I should invent my own holiday so yeah. I could get on on some of that. You don't know whether to slap them or shake their hand. Podcasting <laughs> Appreciation Day. <laughs> there, there we go. go. Um, Chip, I was going to say the local grocery store did do something great, and unfortunately, my wife and I already had plans to go out tonight. Um, but uh, had we not, uh, I would have totally jumped at this. Which was they had two four ounce lobster tails and two eight ounce strips um, for twenty bucks for the whole bundle. Nice, and that looked awesome. Had I had I known that was there, I would have just you know grabbed that and said, "Screw our reservations." Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, like I said, we went out for brunch, and then you know decided uh we'd go out and grab a bite for dinner and we just hit the local chinese place that place was that place was doing gangbusters you know we go there all the time and you know you see a couple of takeout orders everybody must have been eating in tonight because uh or eating out yeah well later (laughs) (laughs) that comes after dinner um uh because they had about 20 20 orders lined up and people just coming in the door picking up their Chinese. That's awesome. A lot of people <laughs> went out last night. Like, me and my wife decided it was on Saturday. You know, we were like, let's go out Saturday night. So if we're hungover, we have Sunday to recoup instead of going out Sunday and maybe getting drunk. And then, you know, you wake up, you feel like shit if you got to work the next day. I don't, but my yeah. wife does, you know. So a lot of yeah. pe- people went out last night, which I think was great. We Beat a lot of the crowds. We know? usually go out on Saturday nights and we were going to we go out after Deadpool. 
But it's minus three degrees up here in Connecticut. Yeah. It's pretty cold it. here today. Like when I, I took my kids home today and it was like five outside. Yeah. I was like, fuck this, man. Good God. It was 72 degrees oh. here today. Die in a fire. <laughs> and you know what? We're not too bad. We must be getting some of that Texas heat because it was 48 and it's right now 42 out. So oh, I would love to, to be We're there. not doing so bad. I don't even know if my heat's on. <laughs> Last night, uh, the the late weather the late newscast said the wind chill was minus 30 yeah. outside dude it was damn. It was like dude. i'm looking at the dog damn. like yeah go piss in the corner <laughs> that is so cold man it's, uh, golly mhm so it's brutal so all right so yeah, we 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 covered the holiday <laughs> Who, who's got yeah, our I'm watching my son play Dying Light right now. This game is awesome. I've heard unappreciated, that. unappreciated title. I'm back into it uh, because the new DLC came out uh, just now. Yes, and uh, we yeah, do. fantastic game. <laughs> I have it in shrink wrap. I'm, I'm there just, you go. I haven't gotten around to playing it yet, but uh, oh, the main campaign's only like thirty to fifty hours, yeah. and then the uh, DLC like doubles that. So you got plenty of time. Oh, yeah. don't even worry about it. <laughs> I got tomorrow off. You know, you know, you know what go. I you know what I like about it is it's it's a, a difficult game. It's not very easy to do. You have to get down the mechanics of of parkouring and where you're going to hit somebody. It's not so um, crazy like uh, Fallout where you have to pick what you know what arm you're going to hit. But it's pretty kind of difficult in some parts you know oh yeah well and you want to aim for the head and stuff you know what i mean like you you do benefit from especially late game stuff um because like i i was playing around in the post beaten game before this point and yeah like if you have like a sharp cleaver you want to go for the neck because you can literally sever a head off uh if that's what you're going for uh, versus if you it's, just it's hammer amazing. away at their shoulder, it, you'll just cut up their shoulder. Uh, but zombies don't tend to care too much about their shoulders. Um, well, it looks damn good in 4K, I'll tell you that right now. Oh, you guys are running it in 4K? Whew. Running this in 4K, baby. I've never seen you know, anything. Be 4K. That's true. <laughs> yeah, man, it better be 4K. You know what, though? No, it's like eight TV. years ago, I bought a, a Samsung from Craigslist, it was a 1080p 40-inch TV. I paid 1100 bucks for it, and it finally went out, you know. And, of course, here in America, you can't go without your flat screen. So it oh, finally yeah. broke down and went and got, got a flat screen. Got to have home theater. Yeah, got to have that home theater. It's, it's, it's an unwritten, actually, rule with my wife and I that, like, when the TV dies, like, I just go out and buy another one. Like, there, there won't be any discussions. It's just part yep. of it. Yeah, it's but, just a thing. Yeah, you got to have it now. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's just like uh, why not put it, on, put it on the zero interest credit card and pay it off within the year. But Woo. I'm, and I'm always credit prepared, cards, man. Uh, not with there's no interest. <laughs> They're not so scary. But uh, dude, I've right. I've got like a debit card and well, that's it. I got a debit card. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> smart. That's smart. Yeah. I'm afraid when when the when the apocalypse happens. I don't want to be in debt, man. I'm afraid. <laughs> yes, when the apocalypse happens, your you're, credit rating yeah, is definitely yeah, going to yeah. be the number one concern. Because when I'm like, getting my throat ripped out, the last thing I'm going to remember is my dad saying, I told you not to get a credit card, damn it. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, I'm dying with an $800 balance. <laughs> no, 
They're going to take me through the coals on that interest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good shit. So I'm sorry to, to, you were saying something and I straight up interrupted you with dying light. I'm sorry. Michael. Not, ah. me. Not me. Not oh, me. Oh. Oh. No, my, Michael was talking dying light. No, I wasn't. Who, who no, brought no, up no. Who, Eddie brought up dying light. <laughs> okay. but he, yeah. Who was talking when Eddie brought up dying light? Oh, I mean, no, I just was saying, why don't we get? We should probably get into the topics and yeah, we yes. go, got into dying light. There, <laughs> there you go. go. There's one, there's one of my two topics. All right. Okay. So I'm halfway done. Yeah. Hey. There you go. <laughs> And, well, why, why don't we just finish you off, man? What else you got for us? Well, um, big day, man. Other than Valentine's and uh, Dying Light. Um, well, actually, it's two topics rolled into one. I decided to uh, to break down, and I did get a smartwatch for myself. All right. Um, I, I did a whole lot of research. I have an LG phone. I have the LG V10, if we're going to talk tech for a minute. And in my opinion, it's the best phone out um, but I'm a, kind of an Android person. I, I love Apple, but I use Apple for music and art. Um, mm -hmm. But the LG G Watch R is what I ended up getting. And I couldn't find it in any of the stores because I, I guess they don't sell them anymore. They don't make them or something. But I ended up buying it on Amazon for 115 bucks or something. Um, but I fell in love with it, man. I didn't think I was going to like a smartwatch as much as I do, but damn, it's handy. You know, I mean, I have to take my phone out all day long. It's it is handy as hell. Now, which type of smartwatch did you get? It's an LG okay. Android Wear G Watch R. So it's a black watch. Uh, it it looks like uh, it looks like a sport watch basically, um, but I think all the Android Wear are the same. The only thing different is the Tizen, I think, from Samsung. Mm -hmm. uh, but the LG G Watch R is what I settled on. And I thought it was going to be bigger than it is, but it's it's about as big as my my regular watch. But I get about two days battery life on it. Nice. And you can create your own watch faces, and I mean it, it's literally become part of what I do um, because I, I was a machinist at my job. I was a machinist for about ten years, and I got pulled aside by Environmental Health and Safety and was approached and, and asked to be Environmental Health and Safety, and so that's what I do now. And I get to work with. Uh, you know all all the uh, city city department heads and homeland security about uh, safety at work and i use my watch all day at work now instead of having to whip my phone out and take notes it's pretty remarkable where we're at in time and what are you exactly using it for well i, I get emails all day long about how to change policy or if the fire marshal comes in, or if somebody has to come do an audit, and they send it to me, and I can literally reply to an email from my watch, like mm. James Bond, you know, for crying out loud, and just keep on walking and hanging out fire extinguishers. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, pretty pretty happy with it. Yeah, I have uh, uh -huh. I have the Moto 362. Mm. Ooh, that's nice. And uh, I I really dig it. I think I think my big problem is. My phone itself gets very cranky with the watch. My phone just gets cranky. There's something on there that shouldn't be that's fucking everything up. But uh, <laughs> uh, when it's working, it's absolutely spectacular. Like, 
uh, when I, when I'm leaving work, I just you know send a text to my wife saying leaving now, be home in 45 minutes, so that she can get the dinner in the oven and so that uh, she knows when I'm getting home so we can eat when I get yeah. home, things like that. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I had you know I shut off the social dozen uh, Facebook feed because it was killing my f- watch's battery. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because it was Isn't buzzing every. Feed? Huh? <laughs> That's a popular feed, man. I'm surprised how many people use it as often as they do. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see me. I, I, I don't. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm just not somebody that's going to chat a lot. So I, it's just like uh, when I when I got something to do and I, I'm like, all right, this thing, I can't have it going off every yeah. 10 seconds, you know, and I'm muted for like an hour or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I've done that. Yeah. Or at night when when you're going to sleep because everybody like you know sleeps at different times. Like we all know that Sean from horribly awkward, he's awake at like four in the morning, morning and he's hitting up the messages. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to sleep, <laughs> you know. And I think like, <laughs> I, yeah, I put my phone in. <laughs> yeah. I, I put my phone in leave me alone mode from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. <laughs> so I'm always like, all right, I'm just gonna what? like mute it overnight. <laughs> my my phone and watch are down on the kitchen counter, so they're far away, so they don't Smart. bother me. <laughs> Yeah. That what way I don't. What phone f- are you pushing your 360 with, Chip? Uh, Galaxy 6s Edge. Oh, that's a nice phone. Yeah, and I don't know what the hell's on there that keeps gumming up the works, but you know it overheats and everything else, and it's like I really, basically, I have to start from scratch. I think it's the shit that I put on there to for RAM boost and yeah, keeping yeah. it from overheating. I think that's the program that's fucking everything up. Have you considered trading in your 360 to get the uh, the Samsung Gear S2? Uh no. I I'm this is my second 360. I replaced the first one last uh I I had the extended warranty at Best Buy. So I went in yeah. and told them uh yeah, the battery isn't lasting uh as long and it wasn't. There was uh the battery was like dying in 6 to 8 hours. Mm. And mm. Uh, so they replaced it with a, you know, and I think I could have gotten any watch I wanted, but I'm used to this. I like it. It does, it does everything that I need it to do. It's nice and big, which yeah. uh, I really appreciate, uh, because otherwise I can't read shit on, you know, <laughs> you put on your trifocals. Yeah. It's like, so I like having a nice big watch face. It is one of the bigger, uh, watches out there and so I, I I dig it. That's cool. And like I said cool. it's the it's the it's the problem with the with the Galaxy. It's something on my on my phone that is that I have to figure out what's Factory. screwing up. Factory data reset, baby. Yeah, there's just so much shit on there that I would have to. It, it would take a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I I'll quickly move into my last topic, and and then we can move on. But my son uh, is leaving for the army tomorrow morning. Wow! Um, it's a huge, huge day for us, and we we just got back. We went out to eat some Greek food, and um, I'm just proud as hell of him, dude. And I just think that it's amazing that he's 
gonna do this and and you know my show zombie life podcast is based on horror paranormal conspiracy and conspiracy takes up about 80 percent of my day because everybody and their dog wants to call and tell me you know something about black helicopters or you know something happening in the world that's not supposed to be happening because of whatever but when it comes down to it i've got a son that's leaving for the army so i have to you know think differently about who is literally protecting us and, and it's just a you know kind of a cool humbling experience you know mm-hmm. that's pretty pretty cool. wild i mean my kids are getting older now too and and uh two of the three have been talking about joining the military and i'm like look i'm not going to say that's something you have to do but if it's something you want to do you, i will have you will have 100 percent of my support to do it you know what i mean like not a right. problem and if they do, they do, because, like, a lot of their family was military, but they don't have to, you know? So, we'll see. Right. But it is. Like, I've seen, like, m- my brother and my brother-in-law and a lot of people join the military and stuff like that. And you're like, it, it, it's really, really cool when you can actually sit down and have a conversation with them before and after, you know, they get out. And it, it's really neat to see, to hear their experiences. And it sounds like they do all kinds of like life changing things, you know, besides all the war stuff that, you know, goes on all the stuff they get to do it, you know, outside of that, it just seems like it's right. really good life lessons that they learn, you know? And so yeah. I, it's all, yeah. He gets on uh, we just shaved his head tonight. We went out to the back porch and shaved her down. Um, but then he's going to have to get his head shaved again when he goes uh, tomorrow, right? Tomorrow morning, you're getting it shaved again. Tuesday morning. So he's going to a bus all the way in San Antonio tomorrow from Austin. And then they're going to stick him on a plane and ship him to South Carolina mm-hmm. where he, he waits uh, for boot camp to start. And it's, I mean, what an adventure. You know what I'm saying? Like Indiana Hell Jones yeah. style. Yeah, man. That's Hell yeah. Pretty cool. And I mean, that's, that's my super topic. If you have any questions directly to him, he's sitting right here playing Dying Light, so we can definitely have him on if you guys have personal questions later on in the show. Awesome. Cool. And that's it. That's all I got. That's it. That's all it. right. Let's go next. Okay. So, I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll just go now. Right. Like, um, we all want to talk about Deadpool, right? I mean, oh, hell yeah. I mean, like, yeah, we all got to talk about that, so let's just talk about it. Uh, I've not seen the movie yet. I'm going to go see it tomorrow morning, but I know a lot of people that have, and I know people that have seen it two and three times um, already. Damn. How do you guys feel about like the buzz for this film? Anyone else see, see it already? I have not seen it. I was supposed to see it, but uh, we decided not to. We went and got a TV instead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I am the only one who's seen it. I gotta ask you one thing. It's not spoiler. Was yeah. it as great as everybody is saying it is? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Was it as gory as everybody said it was? Absolutely not. Was it as Should funny it? as everybody says it is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Huh. There was uh, a yeah. yes. It it is a decent movie. It's a funny movie. Um, I did not find. I mean, there there's some gore in there, but I expected more gore. And what I got was more uh, sex scenes, dick jokes, right? <laughs> dick. Well, I mean, there's dick jokes, there's strap-ons. Um, what? He's got some ideas. The the no, there. Uh, yeah, maybe. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Okay, I think dude, there it's is. Ryan Reynolds. It's it's a cancer-ridden looking penis. You're yeah, good. To go. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's shadowed pretty well. It's like. 
<laughs> and, and it was like a double, triple take. Is that penis? Yeah, I think that's penis. Um, sure, that was penis. <laughs> it's, um, you know, some of the sex scenes would make Jessica Jones blush. <laughs> wow, good. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm glad I'm seeing this. Did, did it have a CGI penis? It might have been. No, it might have been. I mean, it's it was makeup on top of his actual stuff. Yeah, probably. You know what I mean? Like, I think they just kind of like made makeup. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg claimed the same yeah. about Boogie Nights. I understand. Yeah, that's what I, was <laughs> I was like, "There's no way his dick is that big. No way. <laughs> He's only like four foot eight. There's no way it's happening." <laughs> I don't know, man. I've seen some pretty big dicks on midgets. <laughs> It's not more. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, there's there's the hashtag for you to write down, uh, Fred. <laughs> yeah. Dick, dicks on midgets. Um, hashtag midget cock. Right yeah. There. Um, I, you know I. It's made I, like a shit ton of money. It's the it's biggest R-rated movie, movie opening of yep. all time. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? I mean, that's a pretty big. Uh, Thing to beat. I mean, it you know. it got the oh, it beat the opening day record. It is setting the weekend record. It's probably hitting 150 million tonight. Oh my god! Um, yeah, I do want to see it again. Uh, as people that listen to my show know, uh, I tend to fall asleep in theaters at, oh. and almo- <laughs> almost any time and almost anything. The only two movies <laughs> I made it through last year were Ant Man and Pixels. Um, do you have sleep apnea? Yes. So. Oh, I'd pay to go to a movie theater with you. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, We're gonna make a website sleeping with Chipsella. Um, <laughs> I, I, I used to do Twitter pools saying pick how, how long before I fall asleep, and you know my wife would uh, would uh, tweet out the time. Um, my wife falls asleep during movies all the time, and I'm always like, I like. You know, purposely like kick her foot, but I'm trying to make it seem like an accident. So when she wakes up, she's like, "I'm awake." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably, oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, yeah. I probably there is a scene in the middle that goes on way too goddamn long. Hmm. It's it it basically kills the momentum of the movie. And I, I won't say more than the, about it than that, but it was just—it's a lot of exposition, uh, and it—it it was just unnecessary. Get get back get back to the action. Get back to the swords. Get back to the sex. But hmm. th- this just went on a little too long. It's—I uh, I thought the movie was funny. I thought it was now. Uh, what, which one of you does the comics podcast? Uh, I talk about okay. comics. So you, I, I'm sure you've read some Deadpool, and Deadpool oh, is very irreverent. And, yes. uh, but, which is why they pissed me off when they sewed his mouth shut in that last piece of shit that they did. Yeah. And I, and while while there's always a lot of innuendo and uh, fourth wall breaking and all of that, it, I, you know. It's not blatant, outright sex. Not not in any of the Deadpool I've read, at least. I mean, there's hmm. great wanton, wanton graphic violence. It can be very visceral. 
Um, there could be sexual references. Yeah, there's a lot of sexual references, but there's not a lot of sex in the comics. Yeah, and I was like, so where's this coming from? I think it was just the way that they had to sell it. You know, you know what I mean? Like, okay, like if you're gonna say you're gonna have like um, sexy jokes, I, nah, I've no, nah, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I'm just guessing here. But I would assume that they have to start the story and show like their love for these two, and then that's yeah. gonna have sex in it because they have to have it while they're normal, and then that's gonna roll into the after effects, which are gonna be lead into a different type of sex, is what I'm guessing, but I could be told. <laughs> I don't know. Well most 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 what of the it? sex is front loaded. Okay. Except for the well, strap on. <laughs> um but um That's the part I wanna see. <laughs> yeah man. What <laughs> <laughs> was he was he kind of created because there was a uh, like a slow moment in Marvel history or something. I mean doesn't he have you know he was created by some scientists or the government or something, and uh, he's, he's basically based on revenge. He's got the same healing factors that like Wolverine does per se. That's what I was thinking. Well, I mean, between and him and Wolverine, who would win? There's a lot of people having this debate right now, and there's and Ryan Reynolds has been pitching the fact that he wants uh, before Jackman like hangs up the claws, he wants to do a Deadpool versus Wolverine film. Like he's hell bent oh, on it right man. now, and he's been like promoting the hell out of trying to make that happen. But I just don't see it happening. I I don't see it happening just because the 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 tones for each, those two movies are so vastly different. Yeah. Whereas Wolverine is like a more he's he's an animal, but he's not like crazy and like sadistic and all that weird shit that like Deadpool is. So it would really be hard, I think, to put them two in a movie together the way that they both were intended. You, you know, you know. Can Deadpool split a car in half with his fists? No. No. Because Wolverine can. <laughs> <laughs> but if you cut off Wolverine's head, he's going to die. Whereas if you cut off Deadpool's head, he's not going to die. Good luck separating can, that. Uh, that's that, true. Can Deadpool yeah. rip his shirt off and make women faint because he has such a brutally hairy, sexy chest? Because Wolverine can. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, and, isn't it true that neither of them... Uh, that that it would be like the most boring drinking contest because their their metabolism is so out of control that yeah. neither of them can get drunk. Yes. Yeah, that's part of the healing factor thing. Is gotcha. That, uh, they metabolize everything so fast. Kind of yeah. like the Flash, how he's got to eat every like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was wondering how yeah how the Flash like remains alive after one year. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys watch the Flash TV show, but it's actually oh, yeah. really really good. Yep. And um, they addressed that in the I've first season of The Flash, which was a really good uh, way to huh. it, I, I felt. There you go. That show's really good if you haven't watched it. It's, it's actually like one of my favorite shows out. Man, I, heroes are killing it, aren't they? I mean, for the last decade, even, even more, they're just killing it on screen. As long as they're done right, you know. I mean, there's been some shitty ones, don't get me wrong, but there's been a lot of more, back, yeah. more good ones than shitty ones. Yeah, because like for well, I'm glad time- I'm. Oh, sorry. You were saying? Uh, I like the indie ones that are coming out, like like a uh, Turbo Kid, and and uh, you know so, some of these other ones that are coming out are just. I like those too, man. I like you know Marvel and stuff, DC and everything, but I like these indie heroes that are coming out as well. Yeah, I mean, I just like good TV and good movies. It, I don't care what it is or what it could be about anything, as long as they sell me on the idea and they produce it and yeah. they do it right. I'm I'm happy, you know. Yeah. Well, well fi- we finally have the technology so that we can do these movies and do them right. 
Yeah, that's the thing because if you go back and you watch like old Flash stuff or old superhero like Captain America stuff, it was really like they just didn't have the technology. Bad. But, yeah, and it was it looked really really stupid. You know. Yeah. So are you telling me that '70s Amazing Spider-Man is bad? <laughs> Condor Man. Somebody showed me. Somebody showed me a uh, you know a a clip from. Uh, it was it was like a Facebook thing, but it was a clip from the Incredible Hulk, the TV show, where he wrestles a bear. Oh, I remember that one. And he and he hurls this like stuffed bear across. The, <laughs> it's so bad looking because it's totally books. a bear, you know, like a stuffed <laughs> bear. Like they got to like build a bear and they didn't put no stuff. In. You you get five minutes of or, or two minutes of Lou Ferrigno, usually in the dark, in yeah. the rain. Stomping then, around. Uh, I can't understand half of what. Well, he doesn't. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. I always thought yeah. it was cool how his clothes just came back together after he no. came back. I've always wondered that about the Hulk. So, right? so you're taking a guy that's like 180 pounds, right? And then you're blowing him up to a guy that's like, I don't know, a couple tons. Oh, Bruce yeah. Banner is a buck 45 soaking wet. <laughs> <Yeah>. like- <laughs> so you're taking a guy with like a 28-inch a waist, and then you're expanding yeah. his waist, but the pants still stay on? How does that work? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm telling you right now, there's times where I'll go from like 180 to 195, and my pants don't fit. <laughs> well, but there's this thing. Like everybody learned with Dr. Manhattan that that just, you know, it, it gets unnerving, especially when he's yeah. standing right over you. <laughs> During a press conference, just getting closer. <laughs> just swinging in the wind. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh. The, the pants were manufactured by the Comics Code Authority. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Right. It's, it's the same reason why Wolfman continues to wear jeans when he turns. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, speaking of Wolfman, this is like kind of way off topic. Have you guys ever seen the movie uh, What We Do in Shadows? I don't think so. I've heard oh, of it. Want, I've heard it's, of like it. A, it's, it's like a Norwegian film. And it's indie. Yes, it's so funny. And it's the best shit ever. And they're getting ready to do a part two. And it kind of ties into comics because he, the guy who was in the first one and the second one who directed them as well, he's going to be directing the new Thor Ragnarok film. So I'm really curious to see how that's going to go. But his stuff, what we do in Shadows is one of the, it's the funniest shit ever. It came out like last year. If you get a chance, check check it out. You won't be disappointed. What is it about? It's on HBO. Actually, yeah, it's, because of HBO Go, it's available yeah, right now. It's basically like vampires, and they do like this like fake documentary about vampires and how they live and how they struggle with their lives. But it, <laughs> then it ties into like these werewolf group. <laughs> it's just funny as Yeah, shit. no, according to this, vampire housemates uh, try to cope with the complexities of modern life and show Dude. a newly turned hipster <laughs> some of the perks oh, of being dead. you ain't dead. seen this movie, you're missing out. It Did, is, didn't uh, sci-fi have a show on... A couple of years ago, that did this called Barely Human. Uh, I remember that, but I never yeah. saw that, so I don't know. It, but it was a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost. <laughs> Li- y- yuppies or hipsters living uh, sh- living in a house together. We watched like the first season and a half. It was based How's on a British show, like Office or something. Hmm. How's it filmed? Is it filmed like Office or no. something like Friends? No, it was, uh, it was filmed like uh, a regular drama. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. And it was all right, and it had its moments, but I don't know, after about a, about one and a half seasons, we just kind of lost interest in it. Yeah. 
I hate that when you're like put so much time into something and then you lose interest and you're like, why did I lose interest? Like you kind of forget that you even lost interest. It's weird. Smallville. No, I watched every episode of Smallville. Me too. Yeah, I'm gonna I give thought, you small. I, I'm gonna get behind Smallville as well. <laughs> you you came out with a suit before the before the end, man. I was disappointed in that. That's the only thing, though. Did you hear Welling uh, probably is going to be coming back yep. as Superman on the Supergirl show? Yep. There's nice. a lot of talk about that, and he's been trying to pitch it hard. So apparently, they're going to do it. From what it sounds like, like they just did the Flash Supergirl crossover, which is so cool that now these. The CW is crossing over with, uh, what is it, CBS? I think Supergirl yeah, is on. Yeah, but because CBS, CBS owns the CW. They do. Yeah, but it's still cool that they're actually starting to like, because it took them a while to, to pitch that. That was pitched like last year, and it's just now coming like together because they were like, I don't know, like so-and-so and so-and-so, they don't get along, but I guess they all were able to squash that. So now it's really cool to see these um, having the continuity and all these shows being the same as well. Berlanti Berlanti. had it written into the contract. Yeah, Berlanti's great. uh, That uh, if he could if he could swing it, that uh, they they could cross over with the CW. Yeah, that's 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 pretty awesome. And And what I thought was even better was they actually brought Constantine, which was on NBC, back to Arrow. I, I, I watch that show as well. Arrow, huh. yeah. tomorrow I watch all those. And to see Constantine. And then the cool part about Constantine was uh, when he came on there, there's a part. Did you watch that, Chip? Yep. You saw the part where he's like, uh, Felicity comes back and she's like, here's this peacock feather, but I don't understand why you need it. And he just takes it and scratches his back and says, much better and hands to it. So that was like his kicking yep. the balls to uh, NBC because cool. they uh, cool. canceled his show. <laughs> that show, you know, I watched. Cool. We I watched every. We watched every episode. We didn't watch, you know, on TiVo or whatever. It took us a year to watch them. But uh, it was just getting good. Yeah, I I like that show. I I wish it would have got renewed or, or, you know, or there's rumors that CW was trying to go after and get Mm -hmm. it, but it sounds like that's not going to happen. But either way, I'd just like to see him in some form. Matt Ryan plays that character so well. Bring him back in Legends of Tomorrow season two. That's what I kind of heard that they're like now they're trying to go for that, which is fine with me because he would fit perfectly in that universe, you know, that time travel, you know, stuff. I love that stuff. So TV's getting so good, man. It is. TV's starting to get better than movies. TV's getting so good. Ash versus Evil Dead. Damn, I love that show. That show is so funny and so great. It's funny seeing him come back after all these years and to step right back in that role and be it so perfect. I I, I know. I'm going to bring this topic up. It's something that I keep we keep threatening to do on uh, agents of shield cast. Um, but since you guys are into it, we'll do it here. Are we hitting the saturation point on comic book shows on TV and or movies? No, because they, so. they still not, keep, not my opinion. they still keep doing, they still keep making money and they still keep like t- for me, like I don't feel like anything has been like, Oh my God, I don't need to see any more of this. So I'm not saying right now they are, they are, but I can kind of see it in the future. But as long as they just kind of like are going out on a, on a ledge was doing like uh, guardians of the galaxy and all that stuff. Like they were taking some pretty shitty comics and turning them into great movies and like Ant-Man, yeah. but I think it's going to get to a point where there's going to be too many of those. Yeah, I mean, there is at least one or two superhero movies or comic book movies, every, I think, uh, each month for the rest of the year, pretty much. Wow. And which, wow. you know, one a month, okay, I can pretty much deal with that. 
you know, I mean, we have, I was just, we were, we were watching Deadpool and it's like, okay, Superman versus Batman is March 25th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Civil War is May 6th. Yeah. X-Men Apocalypse, Apocalypse is May 25th. I think so, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, and then there's a few more and maybe Suicide Squad coming. Suicide Squad is coming. You have, um, Dr. Strange next Which I'm looking forward to Dr. Strange. I cannot wait for that. I think Cumberbatch is that character is going to be awesome. And and, and maybe, and maybe, you know, movies. Okay. We're still, it's, we're not, we're not there yet, but television. I I see that getting saturated before. Just so. looking at what what I watch every week, you have Supergirl, yep. Shield and or Agent Carter, yep. Flash, Arrow, the DC Clusterfuck, um, <laughs> I Zombie, Lucifer is based on a Vertigo comic and a show that you must watch. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they did turn it into a crime procedural, but it's still a great one. Uh, and I, uh, the strain is the strain. Wasn't the strain supposed to be a current book? That was based on Stephen King novel, yeah, Stephen I think. King. Oh, okay. Um, you have The Walking Dead, and there I'm probably I'm probably missing one or two, Pre- but Preacher's <laughs> coming out. That's a comic. What is it? Preacher. Oh, Preacher. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's coming out with Howard Stark <laughs> as the as Preacher. Well, maybe in the future, all these indie comics that are spawning. You know, all these indie heroes are spawning from the oversaturation of DC and Marvel TV will be what survives, and all these other ones people just get burned out on. Now, let me ask you this. Do you guys consider TV, like, okay, you got Jessica Jones, Daredevil, yep. Punisher coming. Do you guys consider those TV shows, even though they're on, like, you know, their own thing, and you can watch them however you want to watch them? Do you consider them, like, TV shows? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Yeah, Not everybody the, does. A lot of people are like, I just look at it as, like, a 12-hour movie. Yeah, you know. isn't it? I mean, that's what category they're under in Netflix. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, my my generation I, doesn't uh, binge. You know, binge watching wasn't something that we ever had the ability to do. I'm 48 years old, um, so uh, that's a foreign concept to us. The whole Netflix all 12 13 episodes and sitting down to watch 12 or 13 episodes of anything is never going to happen um and because i I, three at a time that's about it yeah and i do a you know when uh the net marvel netflix stuff come comes out we do a uh, a mini series on agents of shield cast on those on that series we did men with fear for daredevil and we just finished up jones and for whiskey where we spent, uh, you know, and usually we'll do two episodes a week. Mm-hmm. And you know, because in order to do that, I have to watch those episodes at least twice. Well, there's four hours uh, of my time just watching them and then another two right. to do the show. So I can <laughs> only watch maybe two or three a week tops. Yeah. Plus keep up with all the other crap. But I, it, I just look at what I'm what my DVR is filled with, and I would say 75% of it is superhero crap. Yeah. <laughs> and it's taken over. I mean, seriously, it's taken over the world. It's new. It's the new big thing, you know, and... For I, how long? 
Well, I, I mean, the know. bubble has to burst at some point. It does, but when you really think back on it, like this all started way back when when we started when they really started doing Blade was when all this stuff started coming come around. So if you think about it, it's been going pretty strong for almost twenty years. Yeah, but yeah, that was when we would we would have yeah. one comic book show a season. Yeah, then yes. Now we're getting a shit ton. <laughs> But it's still going. I but mean, you know, it's 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 harder to watch though, because I, I could sit down and watch back to back every episode of Top Gear before I could sit down and watch every episode of you know Supergirl. Yeah, it's I guess just, it all depends, it depends on, what on what you're, you're in. Yeah, it depends on yeah. what, what what you're into. Like my kids, they're uh, let's see, fifteen, thirteen, and twelve, and you know, like my oldest, she loves all the shows. She loves Arrow, Constantine, Flash, mm. you know, all those shows. But like. My youngest daughter doesn't really care, but she loves the X-Files. My son, he likes the X-Files, and he likes a sprinkle of superhero stuff, but not a lot. So I think it all just depends on you as a, you know, what you like. But I look at light like this. I went my whole life without superhero stuff <laughs> yeah. you know, other than reading <laughs> material. So if you're going to blast me with it for 10 or 15 years, I'm good with it. Blast me with it all you want. Uh, this, this is what I always dreamed of as a kid. Yeah. Um, I'm old enough to actually remember the spy- the '70s Spider-Man show being on TV, and yeah. the bad Captain America movies. <laughs> I have the bad Captain. America. Uh, the bad Doctor Strange movie they did back then. The bad Justice Greatest League American specials. Oh, yeah, this stuff was so bad. Oh, it was. <laughs> I mean, like, literally. Don't worry. Like, just give it two more years. You'll be saying that about the real one too. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, like, like the new Batman trailer just just came out the other day, and I watched it, and I'm like, okay, it's it's it looks really really good in this trailer, but the other trailers have been kind of weird. But this trailer looks really really good. Am I going to be disappointed? Because if I'm disappointed, I'm really going to be pissed off at this. Well, you know? Did like, you notice that the new trailers seem to be leaning a little? Yeah. And, the new trailers seem to be leading a little heavily into the Batman side as opposed to the uh, the Superman side. I don't know. It does and I you know and it's a shame. I love the Superman character. I've always I love the old Chris Reeves movies. I actually enjoyed Man of Steel a lot. Uh-huh. Not not everybody does, but yeah, it seems like they're you just they're just using that character because they have to. You know what I mean? Like it's more of the Batman stuff. Like Affleck's already signed on for what th- two or three more roles after this. Damn, damn. Yeah, but that's because they know they can market Batman. Batman's proven successful. Superman is the challenge. But and he's I also the greatest superhero other than, well, Martian Man Manhunter is probably the best. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, here we go. Because <laughs> he could, Martian Manhunter could just be Superman and then say I'm doubling myself, and then boom, he's done. I mean, seriously. So Martian Manhunter is probably the most powerful superhero in all the, you know, land. Hmm. Say that. But Superman... It's it's a hard nut to crack, or people just get bored with him. Like I know there's a lot of writers in the past that like, you know, they leave Superman because they get bored with it because they're like, we know he's never going to die. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Well, he's he's morally clean is his deal. That's why people look up to him in, in theater. But how are you going to put him together with Batman? Is is like why would they do that? Well, they've done you know, it in comics, but well, now they've got to try and make it. This on. is basically like the precursor to the Justice League, right? Yeah. Isn't that yes. what this is all exactly. real? Dawn of Justice. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to give it though is I I think I don't I obviously haven't seen the movie, so I can't speak to this yet. But the one thing I will give it is Jesse Eisenberg appears to be doing to the Lex Luthor character what Heath Ledger did to the Joker character, and yep. with any luck, that kind of modern 
psychotic, uh, you know, twist to the character and, and of all people to do it. I think he's great. Um, you know, that has potential. And we've seen, especially with the Dark Knight, Batman Begins wasn't it was it was well liked, but I think it, it it's more liked in hindsight now than it was when it first came out. A lot of people were like, mm, I don't know how to feel about that. But then that excellent Joker character comes out and everybody's all Dark Knight. Yes. And I think this has the potential to do that. I don't think a superhero movie can be carried by its villain, but I think it can definitely be helped heavily. By See, my thing is, I think, and I, I have actually not watched any of the Chris Nolan Batmans. I have them all. I've just, we just never got around to watching them. Um, Especially the first two. The third one had some problems, but the first two were really, really good. But my problem is I think the movies have ruined the Batman character. Uh, when I read Batman on a regular basis, Batman wa- you know, had the suit. He had the gadgets. Now he's fucking Iron Man. Yeah, pretty much. And it, it's <laughs> yeah. just... But this is what he had in the comics. So but I, he didn't he, have it in the comics in the 70s and 80s. No, not it was in the 70s. It came in in the early 90s. Uh, uh, Frank when Miller, Frank Miller got to him. Yeah. yeah. This is all Frank Miller's kind of like brainchild. And I think, I think it ruined him. I mean, it wasn't... He had the gadgets. He had the... He, you know, he had the tech... But it was his detective skills. It was his fighting skills. Yeah. It was, um, it was a man. Now it's almost you know it's all tech. Well, it's, it's, one, and it's going heavily tech. That's for sure. This new I, Batman I, I, is not the one you deserve, but it might be the one, the one you, you need, need right yes. now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way. To well said. <laughs> but because I, I just look at it and it's like. But I, if I, I want Iron Man, I'll go watch Robert Downey Jr. But see, the, the the thing that I see is like, okay, so they've always tried to make Batman current to the times we're living in now. They never like made it a period piece or done anything. So now we're a pretty tech heavy society. So if Batman were to be, let's just say, forty five, closer to fifty, like they're portraying him as, then yeah, I mean, he would have to rely more on tech. You know what I mean? And and we live in a tech time, so. Mm. He's got to have tech, or else. I mean, really, do you really want to see him pull out like shark repellent? No. <laughs> Alfred, but, uh, fetch my newspaper. But I mean, yeah. but then you look <laughs> at the success of Arrow. I I, I love Arrow. I you know, like I mean, there. He's pretty much. I mean, yes, there's tech involved. I wish they did a little more with the trick arrows. But uh, you know, there there's a guy that doesn't rely on the tech. No, it's all in his, his wit and his, you know, capability to be, you know, of sound mind and body. Like, yeah, that that character is portrayed really well. Like, when I think of Green Arrow that I read growing up, I've gone back and recently I've read him, and I'm like, he's doing a really good job to the character itself, which, you know, it's hard to do for a uh, character that really kind of, like, a handful of people cared about, but not everybody, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a B-lister. There, there's no doubt of, or he was a B lister. You know, he's like, he's almost a status. Yes. You know, and I no. love what, 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 what they're doing over over there. I know there's some people who've like jumped off ship, but I like it. I really enjoy that show a lot. Well, and real quick, just to um, bring this full circle, uh, what, what cracks me up about Deadpool, um, <laughs> in terms of, uh, 
Sorry, I hope I'm not being too drastic, but what cracks me up about <laughs> what people are saying about Deadpool this weekend, and the reason, I'll, I'll, I'll get to why I thought about this right now in a sec, um, is because people are making pretty outlandish claims. The internet has always been famous for this. Um, and some people are like, oh, Deadpool is, you know, the first R-rated superhero movie, so huh. we're going to get a bunch of those. And somehow everybody forgot about the Blade trilogy and Kick-Ass okay. and... Huh? Spawn as well. Spawn. I mean, well, people, Spawn was PG thirteen. Was it PG thirteen? It was. The R rated cut did get released on DVD, oh, okay. but it was originally PG thirteen. Yeah, um, I've heard people but, say it too. They're like, this changes the game. No, this has happened before. Yeah, the, the Sin City. Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of them. The Watchmen, uh, <laughs> and I believe the Watchmen was pretty popular uh, at the time that it came out. No, by the time the Watchmen came out, it was 12 years later, at least, or 20 years later. Yeah, because even when I saw the movie in theater, I was like, this is No, but the movie was popular, wasn't it? It kind of was. A lot of people went and saw it. And yes, it had blue penis, so it got R rating. Yep. Well, that was one reason, yes. Um, Well, and then the other one was people are like, oh, Ryan Reynolds is a superhero movie. You know, of course, what could go wrong? I'm like, did everybody forget Green Lantern existed? Like, did we all just... You know, <laughs> I didn't. I was like, good God, I hope this is good. Because if not, it's going to be a train wreck. So one thing I'm going to say when you guys see the movie, the opening credits or the opening intro is absolutely hilarious. And there are some very good sight gags in there. And that's all I'm saying. I'm seeing it like gotcha. in yeah. 12 hours. I'll yeah. be watching this film. So, so what you- happens at the very end of the movie? <laughs> You mean the credits kid? roll? Yeah, the credits yeah, roll. But- there, there is a, a post-credit scene. There's two, from what I hear. Yeah. There's one and a half. Okay. All right. <laughs> and we'll just I, like a what, Fight what Club scene. Dead, did Deadpool make an appearance in another Marvel movie for a split well, second in the background? He was in the film. Yeah, he was in X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, he fought Wolverine on the. Uh, the tower top on the yeah. dam uh the yeah the hoover dam yeah was it ryan reynolds that did that yes it, it was. was yeah and he was we wouldn't know it because his face was melted closed or something but yeah he was pretty upset that the way that they treated the character which is why he, he kind of did that screen test two or three years ago that led into the, this whole right. thing happening right which is well, pretty good for him man he's he's doing a good job he's doing the lord's work Makes, making some money it's kicking it. It's, you know, like I said, I think I do want to see it again just to pick up on uh, a few of the finer points. And it, I'll pro- it'll be one I pick up on DVD and probably our Blu-ray and watch it that way. Um, it's not a movie I would take like kids to. No, I, I, yeah, I would have seen it already, but my kids can't go. So that, that's why I've, I've waited until now because, like, normally – uh, comic book movie comes out or something, something that I want to see real bad. I'll go and see it, you know, opening weekend like Star Wars opening night. But with yeah. this, I was like, I can't take my kids, not even my oldest. So it's gonna have to wait. <laughs> I asked my wife because you know the joke was I was going to take take one of my nephews, who are like twelve or or younger, and she goes, Yeah, that's it's not a movie you could take them to unless their parents have had that sex talk with them, and even then. <laughs> Yeah, I've had you this, know. but it's 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 just like I don't really I look okay. So if it comes out on DVD and they watch it at a friend's house and I don't know about it, that's fine. 
but you know, um, I, if I would let them watch it and my wife or my ex-wife have a problem with it, then it, I get in trouble and I don't mm. need all that. <laughs> so yeah, they Dead, won't appreciate Deadpool it anyway. Star Wars. What did you huh? enjoy better? Deadpool or Star Wars? What did you like better? Oh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, really? Star Wars. Good. Definitely. Uh, I'll let you know in a week. You still haven't seen Star Wars? No, oh, no. I haven't seen Deadpool. Oh, okay. I was about to say. <laughs> like, what kind of American are you? <laughs> no, I've seen, long I, I've seen Star Wars three times. <clears throat> so, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I love that, that movie. Just throwing it out there. I love that movie. It's really, really yeah. good. It was, it was a movie. I liked it the first time in 1977, but you know, hey. Uh, hey, you know, everybody, like, <laughs> hey, I, I hate that argument for like, it was the same movie that we saw in 1970. Okay, and y'all bitch that you didn't see that movie. <laughs> okay, so what are you complaining about? I, I, I don't understand that. No, you know, when I'm they, on the internet and I have to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, when, when they made the prequels, everybody's like, well, what, no, 1977 movie. All right. So then they make this movie, and people are like, well, it's just 1977. It's just the 1977. <laughs> you can't make I, everyone happy. I'm sorry to tell I, you. Yeah, In fact, you really can't make anyone happy. I, like, I, I didn't have a problem with the last three. I've heard a lot of flack on the last three that were made, that they're not even Star Wars, but I liked them. I thought they were I, fun you know, to watch. Okay, take that Jar Jar is something else, huh? Take the one out with, with the kids. Jar Jar, I didn't like him. Take out the kid <laughs> flying on the pod racers. That one was it, was it called? I forget the name of that one. Uh, that was the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Take that one out. That one was terrible. But the other two, I can uh, deal with. Just watch the last ten minutes. The last ten minutes of Phantom Menace was great. The Clown uh, Wars yeah. wasn't that good either. The Clown Wars. <laughs> the it, the it, it, good, but I can tolerate. It. You mean the documentary of George Lucas's adolescence? Yeah, that was that was a pretty weird one. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if he used that "sand gets everywhere" line on his first wife. Uh, you might be onto something with that clown wars thing. How fun would that be to watch? Oh yeah. <laughs> I I mean I like I I thought uh, Revenge of the Sith was uh, a decent movie. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Like I I was like I, I left that movie saying okay, that kind of makes me okay, but I wasn't like oh so fucking god, where I wasn't like George Lucas needs to fucking die, you know. <laughs> I, I, it, I was. I don't. I never had that my childhood, Lucas. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't have that feeling about any of them. I was like, okay, I'm glad Star Wars is back. You know, even after the Phantom Menace, it's like this gives them something to build on. I, you know, I did not. You know, I didn't join any lynch mobs or right. uh, partake in any public outcry. I was like, eh, it was all right. Yeah, I, I, I think Kevin just tried to when he said that uh he goes, Sometimes even if it's bad shit, it's still better than no shit. So yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? And then they made the next Indiana the... Jones and Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad, but uh the Well it's like remember when Super Eight came out, it just felt like they were trying too hard to recreate that feeling from the eighties, like E. T. and yeah. Close encounters and stuff like they're trying too hard, but Star Wars it just seemed, you know, an even flow. It's fun to watch. Oh well, yeah, because George Lucas's "Don't Give a Fuck" was turned up to eleven. Like, oh, yeah. that's the one thing I will say about those movies is yeah, he, he was, does not care what people think. He's like, I'm doing what I want to do, and I don't give a shit about anybody else or what. Yes, you <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, he's like, I had a bigger problem with all his retcon. 
yeah, to the original. It, yeah, trip. he went back and like did all kinds of shit to them and like chopped them all up. I think there's like 27 different versions of of, of those films at this point. I watched the original set that came out on Blu-ray. I don't know uh, uh, the weeks leading up to uh, episode seven with my nephew. Uh, we watched the first three, and it's like, okay, there's a lot of stuff here I don't remember. There's a lot of stuff that has been changed. Mm-hmm. I really didn't have a problem with the CGI. I thought, A, they cleaned it up, and B, they uh, it was good to see better effects, I think, or, you know, all, all that stuff. It's like, that that's an improvement, or, you know, that adds to it. That you know the hand shoots first thing that's a problem, mm-hmm. uh, but Anakin being the or Hayden Christensen being yeah, the Anakin th- ghost that's yeah, a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> that's weird, isn't it? Like, yeah. did anybody else find that weird? Like what? That he looks younger than his son? Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole thing, the whole situation. I was or like. like like, like, yeah, Alec Guinness is Obi-Wan next to Anakin, who looks like a teenage boy. Like, that was awkward. And it looks like, like when, 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 if you really go back and look at Hayden Christensen's face, too, he looks like he's, like, snickering, like, eh, fuck you all, you know? Oh, no, that's just, that's, he's got the opposite of resting bitch face. It's just the way he always looks. You no, know, like, I heard, I heard somebody say he quit acting after this, has been, like, right, live, uh, Owns a farm or some shit? No, no, no. He keeps acting. He did a movie with Nick Cage or something. Yeah, pretty crazy one in 2013. Uh, (laughs) If you want to see Nick Cage do some interesting stuff, sure. But no, the only thing he's done of any value was he did an amazing job in Shattered Glass, which is about a journalist um, whose name was like Richard Glass or something. His last name was definitely Glass. And he... uh, he worked for a prominent New York magazine, and it was like a—I think it was the New York Republic or something. It competed with the New Yorker, and it was uh, later discovered that out of his like forty-six articles, he made up like half of them. And this is Christensen. Hayden Christensen <laughs> plays that character and does a brilliant job at it. It's actually a really good movie if you, you guys know, get a chance. <laughs> curious. What? What year? Uh, Shattered Glass was oh four. I want to say. Let me double check this. So that was right but, around uh, the time. Well, yeah, that was right around the same time he was doing uh, Star Wars stuff. Yeah, it was right around that time. Um, two thousand three, actually. So, okay. Yeah, and it, it was Stephen Glass. Yeah, so I'll check it out. You say it's good. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Um, I highly recommend new it. stuff. I, I love new stuff, and I love new ideas, even though a lot of them are rehashed. Well, and there's a lot of good cast members. Peter Sarsgaard's in it as his editor, who does a fantastic job in it. And Steve Zahn and Rosario Dawson play the two journalists who figure it out. Because uh, Forbes, Forbes's online presence is all about the fact that these two journalists for Forbes Online, which no one read, discovered that Stephen Glass's articles were all fake. And that's why Forbes like apparently blew up. Uh, uh, so her. that's why Forbes is the empire it is online now is because of this. So I'm going to watch this. That's cool. Yeah, it's an interesting movie, but uh, it's the only thing I would recommend watching Hayden Christensen in. <laughs> yeah, because he's so. terrible in like everything else. Oh, I, it's it's. I guess it's partially his fault, but somehow I think he doesn't know. <laughs> no, I actually don't think he does know. I I, I think it's like. It's everybody else at Kansas. I was Anakin, right? He, he's he's got, Anakin Skywalker. He's got crazy. money for life. Like, oh. what does he need? Yeah. yeah. 
He can do the convention circuit now and get you know, 120 bucks per uh, reach around. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys, do you guys know how to get those for free? Yeah. Hmm? How to, like, okay, so like, you ever go to like Walker Stalker Con or do any, any of those cons? Eddie? Yeah. I do Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, so, all the time. Well, as often as I can. So everyone that comes around here, like we go to, right? And, you know, I hope I'm not like spilling beans here but we always go so you go up to the line and you know when you get up and you're like well i'm pressed you know here's my press pass and you show them your little pass and they always sit like a lot of times i'll be like okay so that they either ask you to pay the money or they'll for some reason reason i've been able to score a lot of these uh autographs and pictures for free to say no, no no i'm taking it from my outlet and they let you take the photographs for free like all the cons that i've been to like walker stalker and stuff everybody's paying like 120 dollars per picture and you can get them for free if you just say it. You just say, no, 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 I'm here. You know, yeah. I just need a picture from my my you know media source. For and sure. Okay, yeah. snap, and you're done. And you're like, sweet. And you get to all the same stuff that you would if you paid 120 bucks for it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, see, the last couple I've gone to, I haven't bothered getting press passes. Uh, so that that might you know uh, Comic Con can be a real pain in the ass about that. Yeah, some of the cons can be, but like I know like Walker Stalker Con was really good, and then Heroes and Villains is is pretty good from what I hear, and some of those. But I I heard some of the bigger cons are to be a little bit more. Painful. Actually, there's more, there's more pressure. It's more of a business. Yeah. Actually, yeah. New York Comic Con, there's signs that say no press not allowed. Really? Yep. Wow. There you go. I spent so much time interviewing the fans. Uh, of the stars there, you know, and then at the end of the night, I had a, a, a VIP pass to go to the after party where all the stars were, and I brought in all my gear, and we had a couple cameras and everything, and they were so beat, and me too, you know, I had been interviewing people for like 14 hours or something, but, you know, all the stars, they were so beat, they didn't want to talk, they are just like, get that fucking out of my face, you know, I don't want to talk to you about nothing. Oh, let me tell Here's you where, drink. let me tell you where you want to go then. You go to the closest bar across the street. I remember going into an Irish pub, pub across the street. They were quite chatty across the street. <laughs> oh, wow. I got, probably, I got some vinegar chips and a pint, and I was good to go. But <laughs> did you get interviews, or was it just shoot the shit with them? It was shooting the shit. Yeah. That's probably the difference. Yeah. yeah. When I, I got a couple I got a couple interviews. The, the dude that played in Chucky, I forgot his name, but he was kind of a douche. I called him out on on the show. I said, You don't have to be a dick, man. Yeah, I mean The guy it, who it, actually does the voice of Chucky? No, the little remember the little boy? Uh, oh yeah, Andy. Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's still showing up to cons literally for <laughs> I don't know what he did and you know, not much. Just like the kid in, in close encounters. He didn't do anything but stand there in his pajamas, and somehow he's a big star at all these cons. He'll he'll just show mm. up and the biggest the asshole I met at a con was John Bernthal. Man, that guy was a dick. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, the Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see. Okay. So it, it ties into the Punisher. So I walk up and I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, we're getting our picture. And you, everybody gets together, and it's me and my co's and stuff. And we're standing, and, I'm, and I, I look at him, I shake his hand, and I'm like, hey, dude, uh, how do you feel about being Punisher? This is like right after the, the casting broke. And he looked at me, and he just said, eh, you know, it, it's a job. And I'm like, you're not excited to play fucking Frank Castle? Like, it seems like a, a role that's so perfect for you, and you're, or that maybe right. you just stick to me? I don't know. Like, I was just like, whatever, dude. You're always going to yeah. be an asshole to me at this point. I just think it wears down on some of them uh, because uh, I remember uh, getting to meet with uh, Zach Galligan, who 
you know, obviously played. He's done several roles, but Billy Pelson oh, yeah. probably is best known. And uh, yeah, you're just like, yeah. So, you know, how'd you get in? How'd you get into uh, being part of like a Spielberg film? You know, Gremlins and all that stuff. Oh well, you know, I auditioned and got it. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So why, why why didn't you do a whole lot after that? I mean, you did waxwork stuff. Oh well, my agent couldn't find me anything. <laughs> yeah, they were Sweet. like so. What was it like being on the around. movie? Well, you know, they tell you what to say, and then you say it, and then you do it. <laughs> okay, he's Sweet. he's actually coming awesome. on the Zombie Life podcast in a couple a couple months. He's going to be on a a friend of mine is doing a movie here called Among the Dead, and mm -hmm. he got signed on to be part of that film. So hopefully. <clears throat> Hopefully it's well, not first that of all, dry, no, man. First of, nervous to first, No, don't be. Don't be. Because first of all, you, you're talking about the difference between press junkets and yeah. the alternative. Like he's trying to build press for that. So he's going to be more charismatic for that reason. Right. The other yeah. thing was he's had kind of a resurgence in the B kind of cult horror film realm yeah. in the last like half decade. This was this predated that. He had just gotten his role in Hatchet 3, which was kind of one of his first kind of return films. Right. And so that's another thing was I, I, I think he wasn't sure where this was all going to go at first. So and I think from what I heard an interview with him a while back and he's going to be in the new Gremlins film that they're getting ready to start doing. So and I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So I think he's pretty uh, ready to like talk. You know what I mean? So, well, and the other thing was maybe he's just fucking sick of talking about Gremlins. Yeah, I mean seriously, <laughs> yeah. like it, it's a great movie and all, but it's been around for what thirty some years now at this point. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, so so they did I'm, a Gremlins too, didn't they? The yes. new batch. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I I never saw. I love the first <laughs> one. Batch. Oh, this the sequel was fantastic. I loved it. I love them all. Yeah. Rambo Gremlin. Yeah. Oh yeah, they. They do that. They've got uh, flashing. Chip, the best, yeah, the best part about it was uh, they break basically in this in this movie. The big plot line is they end up in a genetics lab, yeah. and so they all get fused with different things. So there's like a female gremlin and a gargoyle gremlin and a <laughs> spider gremlin and a electricity gremlin, and that's the fun part. That's what makes it fun. So. And apparently the third one's going to be just like a continuation. It's not going to be a reboot or anything like that. So. They'll they never be able to recapture right. that original anyway, so yeah. that's smart. So, yeah, I, I think they're just like, you know what, we have a better chance at you know, making money because that's what it's all about if we just continue the story. And it's supposed to be uh, Zach uh, Gilligan and like kind of like where they are now kind of thing from what I hear. That's cool. I'd love to see how Phoebe Cates is doing today. <laughs> still no hot, huh? She's still hot? I hope she's still hot. She has to be still hot, right? I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what her age is. Uh, so, ju just because you brought up Phoebe Cates, you mm -hmm. must watch Lucifer. You must watch the pilot episode of Lucifer. It? No, there is a Phoebe Cates reference. Oh, uh, okay. And that is absolutely. I mean, anybody who has seen Fast Times will know immediately what they're oh, talking about. That's all mm -hmm. I think about when I think about Phoebe Cates. Yes. <laughs> And Judge Reinhold for some odd reason. <laughs> Lucifer's only like two or three episodes in, right? Yes. It's not far, so okay. No. So I'll go back What's Lucifer playing on? What channel? Fox. Okay, so that means I should have it on Hulu Plus. It comes yes. on right after the X Files, from what I, I think. Well, yeah, I, I don't have. I'm unplugged. I'm I'm oh, you know like removed from cable, but but I've got uh, I've got HBO Go. I've got Hulu Plus. I've got Netflix. I've got Amazon Prime. I do okay. Uh, yeah, who needs cable? You have all that, man. That's I don't have cable either. 
I do I pretty. Would get, <laughs> I would get rid of cable if sports didn't exist, yep. but I watch a lot of sports. See, and I don't watch sports, so I'm good. So, and if like, I did, I'd just buy those NFL Sunday tickets and all that other stuff. I thought I'd about that, but it's too much damn. Oh, it's a lot of well, money. Well, I mean, if you cut the cable bill, then the then you know the four hundred dollars a year for the NFL Sunday ticket is fine. My thing is the reason <laughs> I a local local news. I definitely still want that. You know, the six o'clock news, whatever. Um, and my wife, if if I don't stop her, will watch ESPN twenty four seven. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, my, my 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 problem is like, okay, so I'm a sports guy, right? But I'm also, I'm like a baseball sports fan, mm. so I like the Phillies, I like the Flyers, I like the Sixers, I like the Eagles. Yeah. So for me to buy all their passes would be like over a thousand dollars a year. Well, no, no, no. Don't doesn't MLB oh just have one big pass on PlayStation? I don't know. I don't have PlayStation. I have Xbox One. So. Oh, well, I'm sure it's on Xbox One as well. Or, or even just over PC. I mean, you can do it You can do it that way. The problem is you don't get... Well, you're not in Philly, so it shouldn't be a problem. Uh, I'm, only, I'm only like 10 minutes away, so all oh, the okay. cast are like right me. Like, so yeah. when they do like the Fox and are like, your local game, like we get all the games. So right. like... I'm. That's why I it's 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 so hard for me. Like I, when I switched from Comcast to Verizon, I lost my Comcast channel that hosted most of the the Phillies games, and I was like, "Fuck no!" And then I finally was able to get get it back because I was like panicking. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that that's the problem with all those uh, <laughs> league passes. Mm-hmm. Is the local games blocked? You, they yeah. block out the local games. See, then yeah, that wouldn't work for me. So <laughs> if you know if if I was a fan of the Dodgers. Here in Connecticut, that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. But I'm a Yankees fan, and and I, and I would not get any of my, you know, I wouldn't get any of the Yankees games or chips. Big on the underdogs, you know, the yeah. struggle, <laughs> the yeah. struggle. Uh-huh. For the Yankees. <laughs> How many World Championships is that? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. The struggle is real. <laughs> yeah. How many of the Phillies won? Two. So I, but yeah, that exactly. Uh, I think. I think the day is coming where you'll be able to get stuff a la carte. Yeah, with like Periscope and stuff, and people are are doing that kind of thing. I think it it is coming. And eventually the pressure is going to hit. You know, everybody's like AMC, huge holdout, right? When AMC goes and does an on demand, you know that they're finally. Well, well, CBS is doing their digital streaming Mm -hmm. thing, and the Mm -hmm. new Star Trek series. Going to be all that is only going to be available on their online uh, subscription, which I'm kind of worried. Like, I was kind of like, all right, are, they might be cutting their like you know handoff here. I this. think so. I mean, like, I I get it. Netflix can get away with stuff because it's Netflix and it has like subscribers. But I think when you go to that, I think you're going to get a lot of people who kind of like forget about you. You know, yeah. Go ask Amazon how their uh, <laughs> their pre their uh, Prime only contents doing. Dude, I, I, heard Prime, not great I hate their streaming service. Okay, it is terrible. It's old. It, yeah, it's I hate it. I don't even <laughs> use it because Drop I dropped some. Grab that gun. You have to remember the original Trekkies <clears throat> are yeah. collecting Social Security now. That's yeah. true. You know, uh, they're not going to do it. And well, <laughs> I mean, and. You know, okay, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a, a generation removed from them, maybe a generation and a half. Um, but, uh, you know, we're not, you know, there is still a large contingent in this country that aren't ready for online-only television. There's a large people that aren't 
online yet. I mean, like, no. I deliver mail, mail, right? And I'll go up and they'll be like, can I have a change address for me? Well, in my city, they're cutting that out. And I'm like, no, you got to go online and do it. And they're like, I don't have a computer. Okay, you don't have a phone? No, I don't have a phone. Oh, shit. You don't realize how many people there still are that aren't connected. Mm -hmm. Connected, you know? And that is like, unbelievable. That is yeah. fascinating to me. Because I've seen homeless people walking around with iPhones. Cell phones, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's... it's it, it's like there's some sort of gap in between and just people aren't connected and it's weird. My mom, uh, my mom is down in Florida and, uh, my father passed away, uh, earlier this year, but she, uh, they have a place down in Florida and my brother called up and said, when you go down there, cause we're going down in March, uh, you need to get her internet hooked up and, and it's like, well, I'm only there for a day and a half. I, uh, you know, we need to get somebody in there to connect and this and that and the other thing. So I called her. I talked to her about it. She goes, she's been down there four or five weeks. She goes, yeah, I don't need internet. And I, and it's like, well, I'm going to be there a day and a half. And I'm going to be tw twitchy by the end of that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's... I guess because they don't know what they're missing out, what they're missing, they don't mm. care. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, there is still... Maybe it's us that's missing out. Maybe it is. <laughs> I, look, I, I left my phone at home when I went to dinner tonight. I was a twitchy mess for two hours. <laughs> Your eyelids yeah. twitching out. Mm -hmm. isn't, um, that, isn't that crazy? Like, I, when I first got, like, um, I remember, like, two or three year, years ago, we got, we all, we finally went and got, like, iPhones, and, you know, um, we were like, all right, so, like, what is it? What do they give you, like, two or five gigs or something when you for like five bucks a month for your internet, whatever right, it is. Yeah. And I was like, I'm oh. still, I'm still on that coveted unlimited plan. Yeah. yeah so me I was too. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. me and my wife or my wife and I, we burned through that in like two days. And I was like, fuck this unlimited. And like, ever since then, I cannot see how people can use that little amount of data over like the span of a month. I mean, they must not be yeah. like turning on their phone. Sometimes I look at the worth of every human being. Like if you go downtown of a, a, a big city, you just pick one person out walking around with a cell phone and a briefcase and a suit on, and there's millions of them. There's million, you know, just e even not a suit person, just somebody just walking around with the technology that they have in their body with a, a you know, an eight hundred dollar phone, a four hundred dollar smartwatch. They got you know the clothes that they have on. It's just. I'd say on average, the normal human being downtown is probably walking around with what you know, fifteen hundred dollars mm -hmm. worth of, of uh, gear on them. And yeah. yet, muggings are down. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I, weird. Just look at tech. In, just look at like tech. Like we're podcasters, right? So right now, I got my laptop running. I got a monitor running outside of that through my mixer which goes into my iPad hooked up to two mi 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 microphones, and I'm sitting here talking to you guys. I couldn't yeah. imagine life without this shit. Exactly. You know? Mm -hmm. I, I just I couldn't imagine it. Like, I don't see how people live without technology. Earned every bit of it. That's what's cool about it, man. There's people are out there fighting for it, and I love it. Yeah. I mean, and, like, I'm 34, so I still remember when the Internet wasn't a thing, you know? So I yeah. know what it's like to not have. Like, my kids are so spoiled where it's like... The internet's always existed for them. It, there was a time when it did not exist for us, you know? 
Yeah, and yep. and it comes second nature. My six year old can sit down with an iPad and know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yep. Well, that's why I used to joke about it, right? If anybody wants to know about the early days of the internet, it used to be the age old thing. I'd be, you know, busting ass like uh, you know, Doom four player online. It'd be great. And yeah, then my mom yeah, would yeah. pick up the the phone and disconnect the whole. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I did, honey. I hear a hissing. Mom, shit, no. You had to pay for minutes on the damn internet. Yes, there were minutes on the yeah. internet. At one time, it was like a goddamn cell phone. AOL started nights at nine p.m. It was worth yeah. the subscription right there. Yes, and even it was, that was, it was cool to to hear that weird dial tone whenever, whenever you're trying to get on the internet. It was nothing. It was, yeah, I oh, didn't have awesome. an actual computer in my house. And it was my mom's when she went for her master's until my senior year of high school. I did not have my own actual computer until I think I got it freshman year of college. And it was a piece of shit with no graphics card. Um, <laughs> but I, I, back then, yeah, I guess they did have graphics cards. But, I mean, you know, we're, we're still talking perfect. green screen shit. Yeah, I was gonna say they they might have had graphic G, like yeah G RAM or something or VRAM, but uh, it wasn't a graphics card like we well, it, think of today. Is it, is it true that the the normal uh, high end cell phone has more uh, yes. power in it than what went on the moon? <laughs> yes, that is absolutely that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been in mission control at NASA, and that whole room, you know, the computers and the work that just the hardware alone. If we're able to fit that inside our phones, I just it's it's mind-boggling how far we've come. And yet that cable box is so big and they can't put <laughs> no. like 1986 technology in that shit to get it to work any faster. <laughs> you press guide and wait, go make a sandwich like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I I I don't know about you guys but like on Verizon when you hit the D- DVR part, literally it takes like 5 minutes for, for it to like See? get going. You like mm-hmm. hit it, and you walk away and come back and be like, oh. yeah, you got to set the recording for like five minutes before the show starts, so you don't have the beginning cut yeah. off, and yeah. five <laughs> minutes or ten minutes after. Or yeah. Nothing, <laughs> nothing shit. matches up. Nothing matches up. Like huh? I sat down and downloaded. A, I got a PS4. We downloaded Witcher three two nights ago, and it was almost instantaneous. And and that wow. game is so huge, and it was over a Wi-Fi connection. But but then I have to sit there and wait. For an AT and T person to get on the phone and talk to me about a bill being too high or something, it's <laughs> it's stupid. I don't get it. Nothing matches. At the, actually, at the restaurant that we were at today, it's funny how everything is starting to become automated. Because at the restaurant we were at today, um, you pay. You didn't pay the server. You pay on this kiosk at the yep. table. Oh my god! Yeah, we did and that at Olive Garden a couple weeks yeah. ago. And if you wanted to order drinks or yeah. anything, they were like, yeah, just punch it in there and then like it comes from the bar. And yeah, uh, we, like I, I told my wife, I was like, I can't, I, I feel, I don't really feel like I should give her 20%. She didn't even yeah. run our food. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I know. Are, are, do you still have to leave a tip for that? They oh, yeah. suggest, yeah, they automatically suggest 20%. Like it's, they're like, we've so added here. 20% for your convenience. And if you want to drop it down, you can. Um, and well, what I, are you paying for? What's the tip for? To pay for the hardware that they're they're using? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Again, she was she was a super nice waitress, but she wanted me to use the kiosk for everything. And I said, okay, well, if I'm using the kiosk for everything, I should tip the fucking kiosk. <laughs> yeah. 
they're they're starting that to weird. do that here. Everything there, like you go into a, a restaurant and you'll sit down, like Red Robin or whatever, and you'll Chili's. sit down and, and they'll be like, "Okay, so I'm just going to introduce myself, but here's the kiosk, and you can do everything <laughs> you need from there. And if you need me, my name's Felicia, and I'll be over here." <laughs> yeah. Really? That's kind of well, weird. and and my water was empty for like five minutes. So she had one job. Yeah. One job. <laughs> one job. That's what you get fifteen percent from me. <laughs> and I'm I'm a former server bartender, so of course we tip high in our, our group. I'm not trying to suggest one way or the other about it, but I tend to be a twenty percent across the board as long as you like do what's expected of you. Yeah. But uh but like yeah, the kiosk plus the no water. <laughs> I mean I wasn't parched by any stretch of the imagination, but still You shouldn't have to Is drink a, a, a good star server will see that you're getting low and come and ask you or or refill or do what well, they got water you just the, there's got to be a pitcher at every corner right like that was how it always was at the restaurants i worked at <laughs> is that the big slap in the face for companies that are raising their minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour yeah just, what are you paying them for now they're not even coming to the yeah. table and taking your order <laughs> yeah. right is that, well, isn't that what happened? They hired people at 15 bucks an hour and then had a whole bunch of robots do it and laid everybody off. That's, yeah, yep. pretty much. <clears throat> yep, and that's 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 the future. So They're like, ha, got him. <laughs> well, it's like the self-checkout at, you know, Walmart or, you know, the grocery store. Yeah, okay. the one person who's bored is the girl who's at the checkout counter. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like me and my wife had this conversation the other night because, like, I come home and I'm like, you know, I really like this grocery store up the street, and I tell her name. I don't even. It's like a Safeway or or food. I don't know, but I'm like, I really like this the setup they have, and we're talking and we're you know going back and forth, and I'm like, and the main part is you walk in and you go to check out, and there's like seven cashiers there. That alone, right there, will. I don't care if your prices are higher in your store. The fact that I can walk up and have a cashier and not yeah. wait in line for twenty minutes or a half hour, you know, it to me is worth its weight in gold. Well, yeah, because yeah, self checkout's great until you get seventeen senior citizens who all decided they're gonna they're gonna pony up to this thing and conquer the self checkout lane today. Yeah, and like, <laughs> and bag, yeah. them in the bag and they don't, and it throws everything off, and you're like, yeah. So that's 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 one thing we've noticed by here is yeah the locally owned place still has you know four annoying teenagers who are always sitting there at the cashier's thing and nobody's ever in line for them and then of course a bunch of rookies who all think they can self check out quickly yeah. and they can't buy a Pez dispenser in less than five <laughs> minutes um, and so yes I completely agree with you the flip side of that is the Walmart we have like a Walmart local neighborhood thing and apparently I'm not supposed to go to it because they're taking our jobs I don't know anyway Walmart's apparently <laughs> terrible but you know what when I need a bottled water or something I'm going to dip into Walmart because it's convenient. Yep. It's the only um, place yeah. you can go to at 2 a.m. in the morning buy paint, condoms, a gun, and some fish and tackle. Right, That's and this right. is like their grocery store version, but they toss, yeah, there's still fish, condoms, a gun, and, and you know, bait, you know, there. And and you know what? Damn it, they've always got a good price on Doritos, and I tend to uh, stray, from those, stray from those on a normal circumstance. But if I'm up on a late gaming session I need some Doritos, I need to know that they're going to be there and they're going to be cheap. Um mm -hmm. But this place, what cracks me up is they, they have one, one register that harbors a person and 19 registers that are self-checkout. Oh, and my god! What cracks me up even more is that one person is usually always, like, not working. And then, of course, <laughs> there's someone who's supposed to be manning the self-checkouts, yeah. but that person's, like, out back smoking or something. <laughs> and so out of, like, 19 self-checkouts, like – 
15 of them are broken with yep. like receipts broken or somebody gave up or somebody like tried to buy alcohol Dang. and they couldn't find a personnel. And so it's hilarious. Like that is that is technology gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. Why there's a website called the people of Walmart. That's true. That's we true. we were there just, uh, earlier tonight. My wife needed a uh, eyeglass cleaner and there was an exclusive CD I wanted there. Um, <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> And they get exclusive CD. The 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 new Daughtry the 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 new Daughtry CD. They have an extra CD oh, in it. Um, there you go. There's your double disc. Yeah. So, uh, but there's I I I walk into the place and I look over at the checkouts and I mean, there's there's people lined up down the aisles. It's like what the fuck is going on here? It's ridiculous. Uh, and it's like the self check, the four or five self checkouts is literally twenty people deep. I'm here. I go to the CDs. My wife comes after she finds her glass cleaner shit, and it's like, do we really need this stuff tonight? And I said, if they won't check us out at the the electronics area. That's the best part about it. It's when you can get all your shit yeah. and go there and check out because there's never anybody there. Or you go to the outdoor part. The little pussies <laughs> whining. There's three people. That's ridiculous. There's the guy in front of us that's buying uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Doritos. <laughs> my, my, my wife and I with our eyeglass cleaner and Daughtry CD. And some, I, I got to close down. There's too many people coming back here. <laughs> That's when you start saying stuff like, I've seriously had both of these thoughts. You start saying stuff like, okay, is there a prescription I need to fill? Is there anything I can do to like check out somewhere convenient? Or you go, you know, how much trouble could I really get in if they caught me stealing it? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? They might slap me in the wrist because this is my first offense. No, but like if they complain to you, then you just high five them with a 20 spot and you're like, there, put it in a register, but you're going to wait 30 minutes to get to that register, but you wait for it, not me. I'm leaving. You know, it's like, don't worry. I don't need a receipt. (laughs) Yeah. I, 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 and I, (laughs) they actually had. Uh, a t- like I w- I counted at least six or seven humans behind registers, but the lines are down. It's like what the who the fuck goes to uh, Walmart Sunday night? You know this, uh, and it's also Hallmark sponsored terrorism night. Uh, what the that. fuck are all these people doing in Walmart? And the obvious answer. Everybody. (laughs) Everybody had your same idea. (laughs) They were all the exact same thought. I was like, okay. The the Walmart gift card is one of the most heavily given Valentine's Day gifts anyway, so duh. Oh, okay. We need some sod. We need a new leaf blower. We need a DVD player. (laughs) We need to get some diapers. We want it now. (laughs) I want it. I want it now. Hey, I've got I've got a last few uh, All right. cherishable moments with my son before he takes off to the military in the yep. morning. So I'm gonna have to hop ships. But I wanted to thank you guys for letting me come on and chat with you guys. By all means, stay on and do your thing. But I'm gonna have to. I spent some more. Totally understood. Yeah. No, I think we should all. Probably yeah, let, wrap let's up. wrap this up. Why don't you plug your show and we'll uh, wrap this puppy up. 
Sounds okay. Good. Um, well, you can find me, uh, Eddie Rotten, on Zombie Life Podcast every week or every other week, uh, depending on what's what's happening in the world. Um, everything horror, paranormal, and conspiracy. We've got lots of cool people coming on. Um, I, I think uh, in the next couple of months, like I was talking about, Zach Gallagher is going to come on. And then uh, Bill Johnson, who did Texas Chainsaw Master, is going to come on. Um, nice. all, both are actors in Among the Dead with William Enstone. And, and it's just a lot of fun. I do a whole lot of uh, movies and indie films. I, I love that kind of stuff because people are out there doing it. Um, but you can find me there. And then I've got three books, two books on Amazon right now, Frequency Alpha and Frequency Sigma. So both uh, 300 plus page novels. And the third one, Omega, is coming out pretty soon. They're uh, actual books with actual people playing um, their own character, whoever they want to be, what kind of superhero they want to be. They become that person in my zombie apocalypse. And it's, it's just a lot of fun. And uh, also, The Dirty Rotten Show, we're starting to ramp that back up. That's a... Um, a, a black mark in my life, but it's a, it's an embarrassment, and, and it's and it's funny, and it's just me and my buddy that I grew up with. So, Dirty Rotten Show is coming back, and then there's another uh, another show called The Social Dozen that I'm on now, which is great. <laughs> I uh, hear it sucks. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and there's even another one that's coming up with uh, Gavin Stone here in Austin uh, from Fanboy TV. Go check out fanboytv.com. Uh, it's going to be my fourth podcast, consecutively running podcast. It's, uh, it's a busy, busy world, but I'm loving it, man. Life is good. Nice. Yeah, Facebook and Twitter. It's either William Hauser or Eddie Rotten or Zombie Life Podcast. It's, it's, it's out there. You can find it. Eddie, just uh, real quick, tell them how to spell frequency. Frequency is with a big Z on the end. So it's uh, F-R-E-Q-U-E-N-Z. It's frequency. All right. And it's uh, basically... We want them to buy the right book. We don't want them to buy the WKRP Cincinnati book. <laughs> yeah, the frequency. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So have fun with it. Thank you. All right, man. Have fun with your son. Yeah. Appreciate it. Love you guys. Appreciate it. Bye. 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 Michael? Uh, you can find me on the XD Experience. Uh, we release episodes every Tuesday. Uh, we talk conspiracy, comic books, pretty much whatever we want. I mean, there's some episodes we'll talk uh, X Files or we'll talk uh, paranormal or ghosts or, or, or UFOs or aliens or whatever we want. It's kind of like our lives, whatever we want to talk about, kind of in a nutshell. And we kind of do, do that, you know review movies and all that stuff so it's just a lot of fun and you know it's me and my sister um and it's really cool to be able to like connect with her and be able to put it on uh recording and stuff like that so yeah you can go check us out over there we drink beer i've been drinking the night i've been drinking arrogant bastard i'm like four in since we've been recording nice <laughs> yeah i mean i'm i i love my craft beer uh so if you listen to the show you'll know that we always drink beer on the show um, and we just kind of have fun and just enjoy life. And that's what it's all, all about. Because if you're not having fun, then what are you doing? Seriously. There you go. That's me. Mr. Fred. Oh, yeah. I, so I do a, a, a random show called the B-Team Podcast, which I'll let Chip speak to uh, in sucks. just a moment. <laughs> but another but show I, I do. It doesn't suck. <laughs> My my personal pet project is Gaming History 101. You can find it over at GamingHistory101.com. And um, 
It's a it's a retro podcast, a retro video games podcast. But the big thing with us is that we focus a little bit more on kind of the popular culture and stuff like that. Uh, so it's a little bit less on how to actually play Super Mario Brothers and a little bit more on where Mario fits in the world and why it was popular at the time it was and why it took off. And we do often get into stuff that that is beyond video games like you know like this was where you know the u.s was at and this is why those trends happened and stuff like that so if you're interested go check it out we also have a ton of videos and articles and stuff on the website uh that that goes further than the podcast so gaming history 101 awesome and i do a podcast called agents of shield cast and michael you should come on we oh, uh, definitely come on dude i love that show agent carter too i love that show as well awesome from what I hear, they're going to be canceling it. After. That's the rumor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, well, uh, Haley Atwell, who that first that first season, I oh, it was so good. Like, first first yeah. season was good. I'm lukewarm on the second, but yeah, um, I'm kind of have like I'm one episode behind on the second season, but like I'm like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like I'm kind of like confused. Like ah, yeah, I kind of feel what you're saying. Lukewarm. Um, and I th- we're going to be d- talking about that in a week or two, but uh, we I do a show called Ace is a Shield Cast. We do the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We cover all the Marvel television series. Mm. We will do you know. Unfortunately, sometimes it means I have to do multiple podcasts a week on that uh, thing. But uh, we do the Shield Cat. We do Agents of Shield. We do. We've done Daredevil. We are getting ready to do Daredevil season two. We just finished Jessica Jones. So good. And right now we're doing Agent Carter. But uh, that's that's available on iTunes and Stitcher and all games every Friday night, eight p.m. And Fred and I do this horrible show every week called the B-Team <laughs> Podcast, uh, which talks games, tech, little TV, a lot of geek culture, uh, and goes on way too goddamn long every week. Uh, but the only reason it is does is because Fred, Ryan, Eli, and I just can't shut up. And we enjoy sitting together and talking to eat uh, for three hours nonstop. Yeah. True that, and uh, and you know this this show we're doing here the yep. so dozen, um, you know it's really cool to be able to sit down and talk with you guys because like I've heard of Fred and I've heard of Chip, you know I've heard you guys on Knuckleballer and all that stuff, and I've listened to your podcast, but I've never actually had a chance to sit down and podcast with you guys. So this no? is the first time I've podcasted with Eddie before, but this is the first time with you guys. So thank you guys for that. Yeah, thank and, you. And, yeah. and I'm serious. Uh, Fred's been on Shieldcast. Uh, he's a special agent, actually, yes. of the Co- Costa Rican Armored uh, Police. Nice. <laughs> yes, Fr- I'm Cap. Yeah. Cap. <laughs> no, Fred Roas, agent of crap. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Costa Rican Armored Police. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, and we would certainly love to have you come on and talk S.H.I.E.L.D. or Carter or whichever one you want. Let me know and we'll bring you on. And- and you know what? I'm still a comic book reader today. All my kids read comic books. I push them on them. I'm like, look, you guys, if you're going to watch the TV shows and, and, and the movies, you should at least know the history. Yep. Um, I, I, they're all linked into my Comicsology app. Mm-hmm. I'll go through and I'll buy comics and I'll say, read this, read this, read this. You can't watch this episode until you read this. Because Do you it makes sense. have you subscribed to Marvel Unlimited? 
Yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> it's because well that is the money. most incredible. It is. Yeah. It the comics are a little bit dated, but it's well worth the money. They're six you months know. behind. Is is that is that what it is? It, it feels it, like forever. It's only they're only six months behind. Okay. And it's all it's, new to me. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, I squander my my subscription, but at least I read from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I read a lot of con- like I just finished like the Dark Knight stuff that just came out, the new Frank Miller stuff. I I, I read that. Um, I've had my kids catch up. I don't know if you guys you guys were talking a little bit earlier, and I was going to say something, but I didn't. But the Alan Moore run of Swamp Thing, and it's the Batman a Swamp Thing crossover over that they did. If you guys want to ever read a comic book that's really good and watch like the art that's in the comic book, check that stuff out. It is back, back from stuff. the 80s, 90s? Yes. Yeah, I have the originals. Nice. So. <laughs> Some of the best like like imagery you'll ever see. Yep. Some of the best writing you'll ever read. Yep. It's just a good, good, solid yep. run of Batman or yep. Swamp Thing. So. Sweet. So listen to all our shows and come back next week when four different people... Yes. We'll be here to uh, banter and talk about whatever the hell they want to on uh, episode three of The Social Dozen. Did, did we say Sean's word at all this episode? No. Okay. No. Nope. Leave it at that. So, see, uh, and, and we'll, well, yeah, we'll all see you sometime in February. I'm actually on episode four this uh, month, too, but we'll okay. see you guys uh, in February. Yes. Bye. Later. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.